1: listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time Now, 6.30.
0: KSL's top story this hour.
1: It's breaking news, a person recovering in the hospital right now after their Tooele home caught fire.
0: This man lives near that home. He tells KSL TV's Kara Bracken the fire broke out around 2.30 this morning. Come
1: sit and watch. As our neighbors' windows are just erupting out, the fire is just going like crazy. We've got hoses spraying everywhere, just watching the firefighters doing a really good job at chasing that flame, but that fire was just, in a matter of one hour, just taking off. It was, you know, amount of smoke and the amount of smoke coming, and, you know, just thank goodness we had first responders here to get us alerted, to get us out.
0: Officials say the fire broke out near 2nd South and 2nd West. Two people were in the home when the fire broke out, but just one was sent to the hospital.
1: Salt Lake County is already getting ready for spring runoff. KSL News Radio's Kara Hoffelmeyer says it's all about what happens over the next few months. If March and April stay cool and wet and the warm-up comes in May, that's worst-case scenario, according to the county, especially for anyone who has a creek running through their backyard. Salt Lake County's flooding department says creeks are covered in three to four feet of snow, and a lot of them... Them are in people's backyards on private property. Parley's Canyon and Red Butte have reservoir systems, so there's a way to control some of the flow downstream, but Little and Big Cottonwood Canyons don't. The uh, county says even if there's no uh, flooding in the creeks, the runoff this spring will
0: be high, fast, and very cold. A new bill aimed at getting rid of the use it or lose it mentality in Utah's agricultural water rights is sitting on Governor Cox's desk. Ron Gibson is the president of the Utah Farm Bureau and says this is a good thing for Utah's farmers.
2: We're really excited to have this piece of legislation. This is something that gives us a little bit of certainty as we go ahead and continue to be good stewards of the land and water in the state. This kind of protects that property right for us as we go ahead and do
0: that. If signed by Governor Cox, the bill will go into effect July 1st. An update this morning on a man
1: charged with kidnapping and sexually assaulting a 13-year-old boy from Layton. According to KSNB-TV, Hastings, 26-year-old Tadashi Kojima pleaded not guilty to three counts of first-degree sexual assault on a child, one count of third-degree sexual assault on a child, one count of resisting arrest. A trial is set for June 12th in Hall County, Nebraska District Court. Kojima was arrested in Nebraska after an Amber Alert late last year. Kojima is also charged in federal court. In Utah, with Mark
0: Jackson, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour: The 2021 deadly school shooting in Michigan could set a new precedent. A court will now decide whether the parents of a 15-year-old shooter should be held liable for their son's actions. Jason and Jennifer Crumley are currently fighting involuntary manslaughter charges in the four killings committed by their son Ethan. The Crumleys' attorney saying the parents could have never imagined a mass shooting. It could be a warning sign that E.C. may have been troubled or may have been having certain thoughts, but not a warning sign that he was going to kill for other people. It's not clear when the court will decide whether the Crumbly's will face charges. As for Ethan Crumbly, who pleaded guilty, he could face a life sentence without the possibility of parole. ABC's Andrea Fujii reporting.
1: Your little Aiden has uh, asthma. Yeah. And my oldest daughter, uh, Tiffany, relies on uh, albuterol for her mm-hmm. asthma. There's been a shortage that's been going on since October, but it's about to get worse. A major manufacturer says it will be closing up shop, leaving millions at risk.
2: It can cause loss of breath, wheezing, chest tightness and coughing and could lead to asthma attacks. When it gets to that point, I need that medication. I take my inhaler immediately. The impact could be great with 25 million Americans or about 1 in 12 currently with asthma and more than 4,100 deaths in the U.S. per year.
0: I would do anything i
1: could to get this medication abc's line of reporting
0: first look traffic now and here's andy farnsworth
1: right now if you're on i-15 your drive is fine in salt lake county you've got a little bit of slowing creeping in on the freeway already in kaysville and we've got snowy conditions affecting you uh weber
2: canyon as you get closer to mountain green and then head towards the i-80 junction uh, and then we have a crash on uh, 106 south over i-15 so, those of you in Sandy who normally get to the, or come from South Jordan to get onto North 15 in Sandy, I would rather you go to 114th to avoid the mess.
1: I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Hey, Let's talk sports for a minute here. The Jazz are in a bit of limbo as they hit the home stretch of their season. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is
2: live with more. Adam? Tim, it's definitely an interesting time for Jazz fans. Right now, Utah's only a half game out of a play-in spot for the NBA Finals, but while they sit in that 13th seed in the standings, many fans are chatting about tanking to end the season in hopes of getting one of those coveted lottery draft picks. Sounds enticing for a team that relies on homegrown talent, but earlier this year, Jazz coach Will Hardy said they're just focused on winning games. Every game can slide you two, three, four spots. We understand that we're in the mix, and that's all that our team Needs to focus on. Tanking may not be the best idea either, Jazz fans, since even the team with the association's worst record... Only has a 14% chance of landing that number one pick, reporting live Adam Small, KSL News Radio.
0: Some Midvale residents are fighting inflation by getting back to their roots. KSL News Radio's Liv Calvert has more. Easy access to community gardens is Spencer Mears' plan. The Midvale resident successfully launched one garden last year with space donated by the Unified Police Department. This year, he wants to expand the gardens to more populated areas like apartments. Mears is working with local businesses to acquire permanent homes for the gardens, while Many residents are on board with the idea. Gaining momentum is his biggest challenge. He says self-sufficiency among his community is the goal.
2: I- I'm Dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.